Welcome to my podcast, Midlife with Courage, where my goal is to inspire you, a woman who wants to step outside of her comfort zone and live an amazing life. I'm Kim Benoy. I'll share my experiences, stories, and interviews with other amazing women that are meant to help you take those first steps towards something fantastic. So let's not wait another minute to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Midlife with Courage. I'm Kim Benoy, your host, and I am so happy that you're here. And I'm also very happy that we have Karen Seitz here with us today. Welcome, Karen. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. I'm excited to share your story. Um, Karen is a former spiritual healer who realized her clients were not getting better. She was frustrated that she could not deliver the results her clients wanted, even though she was trying lots of different healing modalities and coaching techniques. Um, She knew she wasn't getting the changes she wanted in her life. Um, She secretly lacked any confidence in her ability to change and her adult life had stalled. Um, In a fresh new search for answers, Karen found the missing piece that would ultimately transform her life and her clients. Um, There's something very profound in owning that she is the problem in her life. I love that. We're going to talk about that. Um, This awareness pushed her to confront herself and get serious about herself and her life. Karen is now fulfilled in her life and teaches other women the same journey she has taken to find herself and be happy. And I love that you call yourself the happiness mentor and that you teach an online happiness course for women called Awaken Grace. So... Wow, that's there. That's awesome. Um, so let's tell us about your journey. You had that feeling that you weren't fulfilled and you kind of went with it. Like what, what did you do and how did you get to that point? Very much got to that point where I was doing everything that I thought I needed to be doing, that I thought I was supposed to be doing to be fulfilled, to be happy, to have it all figured out so to speak, in my life. And it wasn't working. So my journey really started, Kim, when I was 25. Um, I was very self-destructive in my teenage years and in my early 20s and hit a place around 25 where I knew I needed help. I started going to therapy, which was helpful to a certain extent in order for me to get a foundation, uh, to get my, I like to say like my adult legs underneath me a a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it wasn't working for me to see changes in myself very much because I was pointing the finger out everything I did in therapy to try to figure myself out, my problems out was looking to everyone and everything outside of me for why I was so stuck, for why I was such a mess, which only kept me stuck. (laughs) So (laughs) I started to get hungry for something more, which is when I'd say then probably I'm 38 now. This was probably when I was 27. Then I started to get hungry for more therapy wasn't doing it for me. So I started a spiritual journey. I had a friend uh, who was into um, shamanism and saw a shamanic healer. She got me involved in that. And I started studying and practicing shamanism, which is a way to connect with the spirit world to find answers and and Mm -hmm. healing in your life. 
Then I started studying Reiki and healing touch and energy work. I became a yoga teacher. I started meditating. I, anything healing wise under the sun, or I sometimes, and other people say all the woo woo, <laughs> I really dove headfirst into, I be, as you read in my bio, became a, a healer. And I was a good person trying to do good work, but I couldn't do the things that I was teaching my clients to do. Hmm. And I was still a mess on the inside. I made it look like I had it all together on the outside, but on the inside, I was very insecure. I felt like a little girl trapped inside a woman's body. And I felt nowhere closer to understanding myself and who I am, nowhere closer to having my <laughs> life, not figured out necessarily, but feeling like I was on the right path for myself. I, I felt like a, a fraud when it came down to it. I felt very inauthentic. I felt very out of place. And that, that journey is actually what led me to meet my mentors today. About seven years ago, I hit a point that I call my 30 something crisis, where I just was breaking down of like, what's wrong with me? I'm doing all of the things I was told I was supposed to do. I'm reading, not to mention, I forgot this part. I read so many books, so many books, so many self-help books. And I was really frustrated, right? I was going to say, there's, there's only a few self-help books out there, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Anytime a friend would recommend a book or a healer or somebody would recommend a book, I was quick to hop on Amazon and order it up. And, and my husband was like, when are the books going to stop? Um, but I still felt so empty, so lost. And it was very fortuitous. I call it a divine intervention that I met my mentors who really helped me see I was going in the wrong direction. They were the ones to help me to see, Karen, you are the problem in your life. And that that's a good thing because you can be the solution. It's not your past. It's not your parents. It's not your upbringing. It's not your husband. It's you and being completely disconnected from yourself. They taught me I had put all my power into healers and therapists and books and in all the things I was doing, which was actually driving me further away from myself. So that was the, the intervention point that really set me on a different path to what I do today. Awesome. Isn't that funny that it... Um, it took someone else to tell you that I did. I couldn't see it. Yeah. That's, I mean, I can understand that, but it's still like amazing to me. Like, why didn't, like, if it was me, I'd be like, why didn't I see that? Yeah, I couldn't. I was so bought in to everything I was doing and just, just like doubling down. Like if I just need to meditate more, I just need to do more yoga. I need to read more books. And it really took someone in a, and one of my mentors, David, I appreciate so much. And I'm so grateful for because he is direct and he was very direct 
and and I went to a a free workshop that he was hosting and there was something in me Kim when I met him and his partner Peggy who's also one of my mentors who I'm very grateful for it was just something in me of like they're different this is different and it very much resonated with me but he he was so direct in that workshop of he asked me a question I don't, and I can't remember what the question was, but question that would cause me to be vulnerable and honest with myself. And I closed my eyes and I kept my eyes closed. And he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm waiting for the answers to come to me. And he said, where are you waiting for them to come from? <laughs> I, and at that point, I, I was very much on a path of connecting with like spirit guides and the universe and, mm-hmm. and that path. And I said, I'm, I'm waiting for it to come from my guides. And he he said, do you know, it's very unnatural for you to look for your answers outside of yourself. And it, it hit me like a ton of bricks and everything he said, I felt total truth inside myself and then came massive resistance. (laughs) (laughs) because it it meant my whole paradigm and my whole belief system was, was crumbling and and shattering around me. And I wanted to fight against that because it felt very scary. Sure. Oh, I bet this, this, what you had built up your whole life was all of a sudden like, nope. White. (laughs) Yeah. Totally white. And every, that deeper part of me understood what I was hearing was true. It was more in my mind and the facade I had built up that was totally threatened um, and very scared of being exposed. Sure, sure. Yet again, our minds are so strong. And even if it's not the truth, we we think it is because our mind is telling us that. Yes, very much. Yeah. So, so you started to realize that and this wall was crumbling down and Mm -hmm. it keep coming in my mind, like a Phoenix rising from the ashes. Mm. (laughs) And maybe that's not how it was, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. So what did you do to kind of pivot, turn? Sure. It has to come from me. So what do you do? Yeah. Like I said, my whole belief system came crumbling down, which in the moment, because it happened so quickly, because that truth hit just right away. Mm-hmm. But then I was able to settle into understanding that, and from a way that wasn't intellectual anymore, not like I had read in books, it, it came from a deeper, a deeper knowing, a, a deeper understanding within myself that my answers were within me. And it was actually became after that initial resistance and fear, it became very freeing Mm. because some part of me also knew that everything I was doing to try to build up what I call my spiritual facade was so exhausting because I wasn't being true to myself. So it became this awakening inside of me and then a total freedom to let go of the things the books the the uh, reiki even yoga for me and meditation because those things weren't true to me 
I'm not saying they aren't helpful or very true to somebody else, Mm -hmm. but for me and many of the women I work with, it's all a facade of being who we think we need to be. (laughs) And so letting that go opened me up to be able to walk on a new path, which I call the path of being happy. And instead of what happened on my spiritual journey in that old way, I very much still see myself on a spiritual journey. It just looks totally different than what it was. Mm-hmm. What I could see on my old spiritual journey that everything I was doing, which is why I think we end up as women in midlife crisis, whether it's a spiritual journey or the other things we do in our pursuit of happiness and fulfillment is I was trying to become somebody or something more than Karen. And in that process, instead of what I thought I was doing or trying to do, which was to connect with myself, because that's what I was, I was craving some sort of connection or some sort of sense of self. Mm -hmm. I had to realize in that process of trying to become more than me, I was working against myself and actually in the process of eliminating me. Wow. So I, I couldn't connect with myself. (laughs) What my mentors have taught me that now I teach other women and can, and live in my own life. I, I, it's a little side tangent, but I was such an empty teacher before because I couldn't do what I was teaching. And now it's very important to me that I'm a true teacher, that I don't teach anything that I'm not living and capable of in my own life. It's how I stay in integrity. Mm -hmm. So what I've learned through my mentors and then through lived experience is that learning to let go of finding my meaning and purpose outside of me to become my own meaning and purpose and to value me is how I've come to a place to be happy in my life and be on that journey. And how I define being happy is I only want to be me and I only want the life I have. And part of getting there was taking responsibility to see that I am the problem, that it's not the universe. (laughs) It's not (laughs) my parents. It's not my childhood. It's not my husband. It's not money that has caused me to have the life that I have. It's my choices and decisions that have created the very life that I have. And by seeing that at a profound level, it opened up a path to begin to make conscious choices and decisions that create internal self-value, feeling good about who I am, building my integrity and character as a person Mm -hmm. that has allowed me to change my life and find everything I was ever looking for that I didn't know I was looking for. (laughs) which was actually me. Yeah. And that's that's the journey 
that I live and, and teach other women that, again, I call the journey of being happy. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, we all know it's happiness comes from within, that no one and no thing can make you happy. Right. But we've never been taught how that actually works. And I feel very blessed to have found mentors that are actually living that and can teach it and are actually happy themselves <laughs> so that I can have that and create that for myself and therein be able to pass that along and teach that to other women and other people that nothing yeah. is missing. You're everything you have, you ever needed. You just have to be shown the way. Yeah. Um, the word empower came to my mind as you were saying that you just became sure. more empowered in yourself and very much. And that's what, that's kind of like what I feel women in midlife, that's what their journey is that they find this empowerment that maybe was either taken away from them or they let it go or whatever. And now they're reclaiming it and finding it. And I love that you're having, helping them find it within themselves. Very much, very much. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, yeah, midlife is a tough time because your kids are usually, you know, out of the house mm-hmm. and gone and your partner is doing whatever. And yeah, so it's. We it's built just- up our, our whole, how I understand midlife for myself and other women, we built up our whole identity around having children or getting Mm -hmm. married or our careers or um, making a certain amount of money or our spiritual path. And then especially like you just mentioned, Kim, when you become an empty nester or Mm -hmm. something changes in your marriage or in your career, we're left with this feeling of who am I? How did I get to this point? And is this all there's going to be? Yeah. And, and we feel that deep unfulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. And you seem, you found that at a younger age. I mean, that's kind of I feel very blessed. Yeah, like I said, yeah. that's, I very much believe it as a divine intervention um, that there, that to me and my beliefs now that God was at play and, and that God was very much giving me wake up signs that I, I was headed down the wrong path and it it was not going to lead to a good place for me or to my husband or the, the my loved ones and my life and I believe he intervened mm-hmm. to get me it, on the right path not only for myself but it very much connected to me connected me to my calling mm-hmm. and to my purpose mm-hmm. from God which I was completely disconnected from on the old path. Yeah. So that's, I, I feel very blessed and very, very fortunate, um, that I discovered and, and found these truths and, and was fortunate enough to meet people who could guide me, um, and in a way to myself at a young age and, and feel very, very blessed and fortunate for that. Yeah. Wonderful. So how do you help other women, um, or I'm assuming, do you just work with women or do you work with men too? I work with men as well, but okay. I primarily work with women, um, because I'm a woman yeah. and <laughs> I know the experience I've had of not feeling enough, um, feeling like I have no self-worth feeling like I'm not 
you know, doing the right thing. <laughs> and, and I found universally, I work, I mainly work with women in their thirties and forties. Um, but I worked with women in their twenties, fifties, sixties, seventies. I even had a client in the past year who was 84. It's wow. never too late. It's never too late ever. And, <laughs> and what I find Kim is that universally we have the same issues and the same challenges. They might show up in a different context, but we've got the same stuff. And that's a good thing because there's an answer and a solution. Yes. So how I help other women is really teaching them how to be happy, how to, how to reconnect with who they are so that they can begin to make different choices and decisions in their lives that help them to feel good about who they are, to help them feel enough, and to create a life that feels like them and, and a life that, that they're excited about, that they are in control of and in the driver's seat mm -hmm. so that they can be empowered. Um, and that's, that's how I work with women now. I love it. Um, so is it, like you said, it's a happy a journey to happiness or happiness journey. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what I'm thinking is it's not like, okay, I get to this point and now I'm happy and everything's fine. <sighs> Very, very true. Yeah, they ha you know, it, it can sound a little cliche, but it's very true um, in, in my own lived experience that happiness is not a destination you arrive to one day, that happiness is a, a journey through life to continuously cultivate a sense of self-worth and meaning and purpose in yourself, in the, in the the beauty of that is that when we look to define our meaning and purpose outside of us, it's a very flimsy foundation because the outside world and, and people and relationships in our lives are always changing. Mm -hmm. And we never know when, when someone or something isn't going to be there anymore. And then we lose that meaning and purpose, mm -hmm. which causes us to feel that emptiness and that unfulfillment so when we become our meaning and purpose in life and we find our value and sense of worth internally it's this continuous journey that you get to build on and that you get to draw from that there's no end point to getting to know who you are and becoming the best version of yourself and what happens you know, that can kind of sound cold and like, what do you mean? Don't find meaning and purpose in your family or in your children or in your husband, like what's the point of life? But what happens when we want those people and things to be our meaning and purpose and fulfillment in life is we put so many expectations and demands, we become needy and codependent on someone or something to be something for us and actually become very selfish. So when we find our meaning and purpose and who we are, we actually learn to accept the people in our lives for who they are and not need them to be something for us. So it creates what we've always wanted, which is unconditional love and total acceptance 
And then the relationship can thrive and be healthy because it's not based on neediness and codependence from each other. You become everything you need so you can show up fully in your relationships and allow the people in your life to be fully who they are without needing something back from them. Mm-hmm. So it's a really beautiful shift that doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. <laughs> it is a journey through life. And to me, that's very rewarding and fulfilling. It's not hard. It's actually very simple in terms of that. It's a, a lifestyle change <laughs> to, to stop looking for your meaning and purpose out here and start finding it in yourself and, and making different choices and decisions that allow you to grow and learn and become the best version of yourself. And it's very fulfilling and rewarding and it makes it um, not so overwhelming to know it's not this place you have to get to or arrive to, that it's a unfolding and a becoming over time. Yeah. I love that. That really paints a very beautiful picture in my mind. I'm very visual. So I'm like, yeah, I see all these things. So um, that's awesome. So if anyone is interested that is listening and would like to talk to you more about that Mm -hmm. and what you do and how do you help people, how would they find you? Of course. So I offer a free get to know you call, no pressure whatsoever, just exactly what it sounds like getting to know each other. And I can find out where you are at on your journey, where you are stuck, where you're looking to get to. And if I can help you get there with my happiness course, Awakened Grace, we can talk about what that looks like. If I'm not a fit or my course is not a fit, then I'll be honest about that and point you in the right direction of what I think would be most helpful for you and where you are at. But I'm very passionate about teaching women how to be happy. It's the solution to all of your problems you were ever looking for mm-hmm. and very rewarding. And what I love about my course that is different than anything else I ever did is that it works <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it actually allows you to transform how you feel about yourself and have a very clear, straightforward roadmap to happiness that you can use the rest of your life. And so if it, that what I've shared today speaks to you, Um, I would love to meet you and get to know you and you can schedule the get to know you call at a happinesscourse.com forward slash meet. Okay. And we'll put that in the show notes so people can see that and click on that. So if for people who aren't familiar with an online course, mm-hmm. how, how long is it? Is it something you of course. Um, meet with you or is it kind of, you do it on your own? How does of that Of course. Work? It's a, a mix of, of both actually. Oh, good. Um, okay. It is about a 10 week course, sometimes uh, maybe 12 weeks, but a 10 to 12 week course. Mm-hmm. It's part, I have online modules. So you watch videos online and you go through the course on your own. One of the things that's different about what I do is that I help people hold themselves accountable so that they actually follow through with the steps and they follow through with the course to make the changes within themselves. So we have a short check-in call each week to help hold you accountable within the course, but you do the learning through the online modules and it is a results-based course. So we create a benchmark at the beginning of where you're starting. Mm -hmm. So, and how you're feeling about yourself and what that experience is of you 
on the inside feeling unfulfilled or you're not where you're supposed to be in life. And at the end, you're able to look back at that benchmark and realize you're having a completely different experience of yourself. It's my favorite part of the program because (laughs) women forget where they were when they started. And we Uh, go back over that benchmark together and they're looking at me kind of with these wide eyes of, oh my gosh, or sometimes with tears mm -hmm. saying, oh my gosh, I remember her and how sad I'm sad for that version of myself. And they are able to express a completely different internal experience of how they're feeling about themselves. So it's very transformational. I'm very passionate about it. I, I um, can tell. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's how it works. And it, it's nice because if you're busy it, or have a lot going on, as we often do, mm-hmm. um, it really works with anyone's schedule. And it's a sure. tremendous gift to be able to give yourself. Yes, for sure. Um, so, yeah, we will put that um, in the show notes so that everyone can see that. And are you on social media as well? Or I am. I have a Facebook page, uh, Karen Sites, The Happiness Mentor. Uh, that's where I am primarily okay. uh, if you want to find me on social media. Okay, perfect. We'll put that link on there too. So, um, Karen, thank you so much. This was just a really nice discussion. And um, I love your story. I'm so glad that I could share it with the listeners. Thank you very much, Kim. I am passionate about sharing it with women and and the listeners as well. And and thank you for having me on. And I hope that my message today has helped and and touched your your audience. And thank you very much. Yes, you're very welcome. Well, we will talk to you soon. Okay, Kim. Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to Midlife with Courage, and I hope that you've been inspired and motivated to live your amazing life. I'm Kim Benoy, and I want you to live every moment. For more inspiration and motivation, check out my website, www.midlifewithcourage.com. You can read more about my story and find links to more great information. Take care of your beautiful self, and I'll talk to you soon.